Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome back to another installment of Battle Red Radio. I'm your host, Colt Molesky. And I'm joined by producer Nico. We have had a wild Sunday of football go by. We've had a ton of close games, lots of games in that early window. You know, despite there being so many teams on a bye, it felt really packed with all those early games in that uh, noon slot going right down to the wire. And then you had the Tom Brady comeback there against the Rams at 325. And then, of course, you had the Tennessee Titans taking the Kansas City Chiefs at home into overtime, despite the fact that they went with rookie Malik Willis again at quarterback uh, instead of Ryan Tannehill because of his injury. Willis looked good. He looked good, Nico, in the uh, the second outing. But it was it was a fun day of football. Uh, and Texas fans got to sit back and enjoy it, relax a little bit because their team already played on Thursday, so they could just watch other teams have either really close victories or horrible defeats in the fourth quarter. <laughs> Again, the the most exciting quarter somehow. It's always that fourth quarter, a quarter that the Texans have yet to yet to master. I feel like maybe maybe you watch some of these games Sunday and they they take some notes from some of the teams that won. Hopefully, maybe. We'll see. Or let it stop letting other teams take notes because they're using it too well. <laughs> exactly. Some, something has to change. That fourth quarter takes some notes. It was an interesting day. If you're uh, an AFC South fan, though, it was interesting to see. It looks like Tennessee has really taken over this division. I know they lost in overtime to the Chiefs, but that was a really solid performance. Uh, and, I mean, their running game was churning. They are struggling they have nine points in the fourth quarter this year total so they cannot close games for some reason but they are one of those teams where I think we will be saying I think just as a collective football watching public the the vast majority of us will be talking about the the warts or the things that the the glaring issues that the Tennessee Titans need to fix as they waltz their way into the playoffs and it turns out that they just might be a good team a, a good enough team at enough different things they're really good at running the ball they're really good at defending against the run they're really good at making a one-dimensional team really good at ball control it would seem uh, controlling the pace of a game and they're really horrible in other aspects of the game but they're really good enough aspects to win a considerable amount of ball games and so it's one of those teams that they really feel like this year's version of oh they're ugly but somehow they're gonna end up with like 10 wins you know yeah and I mean it helps that they're gonna they're walk all over this division because everyone else is so bad 
But I mean, yeah, they've they've surprised us at several points, I think, and then also have disappointed us in others. It's such a strange team. It is really a strange team, and you're right. They're going to win this division because they're not going to have much resistance at all. You saw the Sam Ellinger-led Colts just struggle against a Patriots team that didn't really want to do anything offensively, it seemed. And then the Jaguars, I mean, I do we dare head down the, the road if it looks like there's signs of life again? I feel like last time we did that, would they rip off four straight losses? I, I don't know where to fall on this team. Yeah, I feel like those those are those are just outliers. <laughs> we just ignore them and just agree that they're bad. At least for right now. Yeah, I I don't know where to fall on them. I time time will tell. I think that's one of those teams that you have to sit back and say, time will tell with that team. Time will tell. But that's that's what we had today on the slate for NFL teams and for, for the games if you're looking at the AFC South when Texans weren't playing on a Sunday. Now we're going to get into this segment. This is going to be a two-part segment, so let me let me explain what we're doing here because we're uh, it doesn't split evenly in the middle anymore. But we're at kind of that halfway-ish point of the the seventeen-game, eighteen-week season for the Texans and for the league. And so I wanted to look at grading out some of these position groups and just how these position groups at large are doing for the Texans but I didn't want to do it in the traditional route where you go through okay quarterback that's going to be a C minus we'll give the running back a B plus it seemed kind of boring and the mantra in football if you've been watching for any amount of time I'm sure you've heard that you build a team to beat your division and then to win the playoffs, right? Nico, that's always what you say. You want to beat your division before you you worry about anything else, right? Because you're seeing them twice a year, and that's going to be the measuring stick. And if you can get your divisional spot for the playoffs, you're going to get a better seed anyways. So you play to beat your division, right? You build a team to beat your division. So if that's the goal, I think that we should be grading these position groups against the division. How far is the gap between the Texans team and the other teams in the AFC South. And so we should be grading those position groups against the competition that you're most directly in competition with. So the way we're going to do this is we're going to go through today. We're doing defense and for Wednesday show, we're doing offense and we're going to take a look at each position group on defense and we're going to give them a one to five star rating as they grade not only in their performance, but in their performance in comparison to the other position groups in their division. So, is that making any sense, Nico? I feel like this is the best way to do it if we're building a team to win the AFC South. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you got to measure your competition first. And, like, while we are competing against the league as a whole, you're mainly competing against your division first, then the league. That's what playoffs are for. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's what we're going to do uh, before we that, that's the format for the next this episode and next episode. Uh, before we get to the actual grading for the defense, let's hear from a couple sponsors. OK, everybody, let me tell you all about the Adventure Begins Comics, Games and More Adventure Stadium. That's right. And we already know about the great and wonderful comics and, tra- and trading card store they have on the first floor. They also now have on the second floor 
a sports memorabilia store, and sports trading cards. It's awesome. Get up there to the stadium right there at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard, Suite 130, the second floor above the, the original Adventure Begins, in the Marcel Town Center. Make sure to check them out. The Adventure Begins, comics, games, and more. The Adventure Stadium. It's time to trade in your face masks for masks, load up the hoppers, and go to war with your friends. Too hot? Too rainy? Too cold? Splat Zone Indoor Paintball has you covered. Literally. It's Splat Zone Indoor Paintball. Round up the family and get to 11260 Hempstead to check out Splat Zone Indoor Paintball today. Family friendly, low impact activities for everybody. Go check them out. 11260 Hempstead, Splat Zone Indoor Paintball. It's never a good idea to drink and drive, but what if you had a few beers at the game and you know you're not drunk, but you get pulled over and arrested anyway? You need a law firm that knows how to try DWIs. Someone who won't just plead you out quickly. You need a lawyer who has spent hundreds of hours in a hands-on lab course learning the sciences used in DWI cases. A lawyer ACS qualified to be designated a lawyer scientist because these cases aren't like other kinds of cases. Your positive outcomes may very well depend on who better understands and presents the science at trial. Attorney Brian Asen is a designated lawyer scientist and the lawyers at Asen Law Firm have successfully tried and won many of these cases. Call ASIN Law Firm at 832-209-2297. That's ASIN Law Firm at 832-209-2297. Or visit DWILawyerHouston.com. Welcome back in. So here we go. We're going to give uh, one to five star. Obviously, five stars being the best. We're going to go off the classic recruiting style ranking. If you get into any sort of college football recruiting, you're very familiar with the the star rating, you want a five-star recruit. We're going to want our defensive position groups to be five stars as well. So I'm keeping this pretty uh, basic for the defensive side of things. I'm just going to lump everything into secondary linebackers and the defensive line. So as we go through this, I'm going to give you some stats. All of these stats are from pro football or pro reference, pro football reference. And all of the roster, uh, the depth charts that I'm going off of are Arlander's NFL scouting service. So that's where I'm sourcing my material from. All right, let's, let's get into this. So we're going to go secondary first. We're going to go from the back to the front on this defense. So as far as rankings for passing defense, yards allowed, Colts rank 11th in the NFL, Texans 18th. Titans 19th, Jaguars 25th. Touchdowns, passing touchdowns allowed. You have the Texans at number four in the NFL, Colts at 11, Jaguars at 14, Titans at 28th. For interceptions, you have the Jags at sixth in the NFL, Texans at 11th, Titans at 12th, and the Colts at 24. And then if you want it, we'll get into some of the, the sacks, the quarterback pressures and stuff, but that kind of factors into that. Uh, as far as passes defended, we have the Jags ranked number one in the NFL, Texans 14th, Titans 26th, and the Colts 28th. Uh, now, it should be noted, we'll get again, we'll get into this when we get into the linebackers and the defensive line more, but the Texans actually rank pretty high in tackles for loss, sacks, quarterback hits. I know they don't uh I know they don't blitz a ton, but 
you got to give some credit. If you're getting to the quarterback in a couple of different metrics or you're getting to the backfield in a couple of different metrics as a defense, if you're not blitzing a ton, that means that those are probably coverage sacks. Again, I, I get you can get down to every scenario and be like, well, they just got a lot of sacks this game uh, because this left tackle was a, a rookie or something like that. And so that swings there. I, I, you can really pick this apart as much as you want. But on a large scale of the broad strokes of half the season, if you're looking at the Texans, they are able to generate a decent amount of pressure and get after uh, the quarterback a decent amount for a bad defense. Uh they are able to do that fairly well, and some of that is due to their coverage. So we'll get into those numbers in a second, but I just wanted that to be noted for this area. So when you're looking at the – because we're doing midseason grades, uh, and so I, I think that your youth should be taken into taken into advisement when you're doing these grades. And if you're looking at the secondary for the Texans – Derek Stingley Jr., obviously, and Jalen Petrie, the, the safety, both of those rookies doing a tremendous job, doing a great job, filling much-needed holes on the Texas roster, stepping up and making some big plays and making having some impact games right away in their young careers. And so I, I'm going to factor in that uh, they have – Rookies who are playing well, that's going to be upside for the rest of the season. You would think that they're only going to keep adding stuff to their to their repertoire as they go along. So that is a plus for them. The downside, if you're grading this defense, is that they do give up a lot of yards. They're not giving up a lot of touchdowns, uh, but they do let quarterbacks complete passes. Now, part of that is they're keeping everything in front of them. We've talked about that bend, don't break defense, that nauseam. But that is still allowing for a lot of yards and for a lot of completions, and that means more time on the field for opposing offenses. Not great, but they're not letting up a ton of passing touchdowns. Good what you, if you were looking at your secondary. The way I had this graded out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. I'm giving the Colts the edge here just because they are right there with the Texans and some of this th stuff you think about uh, the the picks categories. There's not a ton of differentiation. You th They're not laying out a ton of yards. You have some veteran talent as well as some young talent on that Colts team. Uh, these secondaries as a whole for this AFC South, not great. I'm giving the Colts a 3.5 star rating. And then I'm going to give the Texans. I think they're second 
amongst this group. I'm going to give them a three-star rating. Uh, and then you have the Titans and – or excuse me, the Jags and the Titans. The Jags and the Titans, I mean, the the Titans aren't giving uh, – aren't getting a ton of passes defended. They're not getting a ton of picks. They're letting up touchdowns, uh, ranked 28th in the league for passing touchdowns. Uh, lots of completions. Uh, they're giving up tons of yards. They're behind the Texans in yards. Uh, so they're not great. They're coming in last. They're uh, 1.5 Jaguars, uh, two-star. I mean, they're not doing great. They have a lot of picks. And passes defended, but they're giving up a ton of yards, uh, and their completion percentage uh, is right there with the the Texans. Uh, Titans are behind the Jaguars, so that's where I'm ranking. If I'm giving a star rating, uh, you have the Colts 3.5 stars, Texans three stars, Jaguars two, Titans 1.5 stars, uh, one and a half stars, I guess you can say either way. But uh, Nico. Quick reaction to that, then we'll get into linebackers. Uh, I think it's pretty respectable. I mean, a lot of these defenses are really just not the most amazing against each other. Again, like they've some really weird. It's just such an odd division, honestly. It's hard to it's hard to make comments because it's so diverse. Yeah, and the just a heads up to the linebacking core for I uh, the Texans. The linebacking and defensive line, there's going to be some bright spots, but they're going to get dinged in a big way for the run defense. We'll get to that in a second. So let's go linebackers here, grading out the linebackers against the rest of the AFC South. All right, so sacks, ranking sacks. Texans 14th in the NFL in sacks, leading their division. Uh, ranked 14th, 17th for the Titans, 18th for the Colts, 25 for the Jaguars. Quarterback hits, Jaguars take 10th. Titans, 13th in the league, 14th for the Colts, 25th for the Texans. Tackles for loss. Colts are ranked third in the entire NFL. Texans, fifth in the entire NFL, 21st for the Jaguars, 23rd for the Titans. And then you have the run defense. Obviously, this is going to be the tough part for the Texans. So run defense, you have the Titans ranked first, Jaguars 12th, Colts 16th, Texans 32nd. Touchdowns allowed on the run. You have Titans first, allowing the fewest. Uh, you have the Colts ranked 18th, Jaguars 25th, Texans 29th. And then yards per attempt, Colts are ranked third, Jaguars fourth, Titans seventh, ti- Texans 31st. So, the again, the, the Titans, or excuse me, the Texans do not blitz a lot. They don't blitz a lot. Uh, and so there's definitely onus on this defensive line, but when you're looking at some of those quarterback numbers, the sacks in particular, a lot of that credit goes to the defensive line more than anything else. So if you're grading out this linebacking core, I think this linebacking core is going to get dinged when you're comparing it to others around the league, around the AFC South. I think they get dinged for a lot of the troubles in the run defense and you can't give them as much credit as maybe you're going to give the defensive line. And the credit that I'm going to give the defensive line here as far as uh, being able to create some pressure, I I think you give more of that credit to the defensive line than you do some of their linebackers because they blitz so sparingly. So the way I have this lined out, 
I have the linebacking core. I know that there's a lot of guys on the linebacking core for the Titans that aren't going to get a lot of they're, – they're not going to ring a lot of bells if you don't watch the Titans a lot. But, like, Zach Cunningham uh, came over from – he's a Houston draft pick. Uh, he was a stud at Vanderbilt, and he has played really well for the Titans. Uh, Christian Fulton, really good. Uh, or excuse me, he's left cornerback. I apologize. Bud Dupree is the man I meant to say. I know he's had some injury, but he's a really good linebacker as well. David Long, uh, Autry. These are just really good linebackers. Very solid. Uh, Demarcus Walker, Joe Jones. They 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 have a deep core that's just playing solid football, and you see that in their run defense. Uh, and then I have the Jaguars. So I, I'm going to give. The Tennessee Titans, a four-star linebacking core. The Jacksonville Jaguars, I like them as well. They have some young guys, Devin Lloyd, Travion Walker, uh, but they are playing really well as well. If you've paid attention to Travion Walker, he's had some really bright spots this season too. So I think that their linebacking core just gets better as they go along this season. And they already, I mean, Defensive against the run, Jaguars are 12th in yards uh, allowed and yards per attempt uh, as far as holding run uh, opposing runners to as few as possible uh, in yards and yards per attempt. Jaguars are second uh, in the division behind the Titans and Colts, respectively, in those two categories. So they're doing some good things. And then uh, sacks, Jaguars don't have a ton, but quarterback hits. They're leading this division. Uh, tackles for loss, they come in third. So I'm giving them the uh, four-star rating, four-star, 3.5-star rating. Colts, Colts uh, have a decent showing. They don't sack the quarterback well, but... Uh, they're there in third place in sacks and QB hits. They lead the division in tackles for loss. And then they do all right. They don't allow a ton of scores to opposing runners. And they're leading the way in the division as far as yards per attempt. They're not allowing a lot of yards per rushing attempt. I have that linebacking core ranked third. I'm going to give them a uh, 2.93 star rating. Texans, I'm giving them a one star rating. Nico, um, I'm hurt, but not offended. <laughs> you understand the case I'm making? Yeah, a hundred percent. Our line is so impressive by comparison; it's actually insane. Yeah, the defensive line is is very good, and that's the the trouble is that the defensive line has some moments where they just absolutely ball out, and it's tough because. You would really want them to seal edges, run stuff through the middle, make sure that they aren't getting run all over the place. But it's hard to grade this defensive line because the running attack is so effective against the uh, against the Texans. Now, you have some real names uh, in the linebacking core and uh, on the Colts front. Uh, I know that we talked about the Tennessee Titans. Uh, probably going to have some guys that you're not super familiar with, but they are absolutely balling out each week, it seems, against the run. Uh, and then for the Jacksonville Jaguars, I mean, they have a lot of rookies all over the place, and so you think that maybe they start to, to step up later in the season. As far as grading this out, I went with the uh, 
the Titans in there at number one. I gave them uh, a four-star rating on the defensive line just because of how they play. I mean, first in the entire NFL in uh, lack of yards allowed to opposing runners and touchdowns. Uh, and then you have them in there second in the division as far as sacks and quarterback hits. I put the I put the Colts second. Put them at 3.8 stars because they have some nice, I mean tackles for loss, they're third in the entire NFL. I uh, they're lagging quarterback hits and sacks as far as the division goes, but they're have a, a nice defense against the run. So I have them there at second, uh, 3.8 stars. Three stars, Texans defensive line. And again, the, the numbers for the run are abysmal defense against the run, but they're in the entire NFL, 13th in quarterback hits, 5th in tackles for loss, 17th in sacks. Uh, this, is a good, this is a good defense. Completion percentage, 8th for the Texans. I uh, and they I think they're a big reason why teams still struggle to score points still struggle to score against this team in general you have a scoring defense they're ranked 20th in the NFL not great but middle of the road considering some of these other stats uh, and then team defense ranked 21st I think they're only middle of the road ish middle of the road adjacent because of some of the plays this defensive line makes and able to get to the quarterback. So I have them at the uh, three stars and then the Colts I have at 2.8 stars. Nico, am I way off? Should I be knocking them more for their run defense? Uh, I don't think so because I think it's at least a, it's a, it's something that's at least recognizable and that somehow hasn't been like an entirely crippling mm. part of these. Like our defense is not great, but also somehow it's not like totally abused. It's not like we have a one-star defense where it's like, even though we have bad run defenses, teams can't even use it all the time, which is odd. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. It's just, you have games like you had on Thursday where it's clearly the better team, but they're stalling out drives because they're able to get a couple of tackles for loss here and start the Eagles out behind the sticks or they're able to get uh, a few sacks. Uh, and, I mean, Hughes is playing absolutely out of his mind right now. Uh, you have a couple of the guys who are doing just enough. Uh, I, I don't know. I It just feels like it feels – like one of those defenses where three years from now you'll look at the stats and go, huh, how'd that team get so many sacks? <laughs> it's a fair point. It's a real question. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird, but uh, that's that's where I have ranked. So that's my, my rankings for the Texans as they rank and stack up position group by position group against the rest of the AFC South. Next show we will have our uh our rankings for uh, rankings star ratings for the offense if you dig if you disagree if you disagree that's okay let me know let me know where you think you'd have them ranked if i'm way off uh if if you think that 
some position groups did better, did worse, go ahead and email Molesky Colton, M-O-L-E-S-K-Y-C-O-L-T-O-N at gmail.com. That's the show email. Make sure you're hitting up that email and let me know where I got wrong, what I got right. Uh, and make sure that you're subscribing to the podcast wherever you're listening to it so that you can see uh, what I ranked the offense, what we ranked the offense as far as it relates to the rest of the AFC South. Uh, final thoughts, Nico, any any final thoughts on this Sunday evening? It was it was a fun it was a fun Sunday for football. Yeah, it was a good one, and I think coming off of a uh, Houston, especially, is coming off of a nice weekend after the uh, the Astros win. So that's true. We're not we're not a baseball po- podcast, but we are a Houston podcast. So is it? Uh, I'm sure festive in Houston, lots of celebration. Do you know Mattress Mac by any chance? Can you uh, can you maybe have him? Can you hold twenty for him? Yeah, sure, no problem. <laughs> Mattress Mac set uh, the most. Everyone, uh, officially uh, by uh, on a sports bet or legally on a sports bet, I should say, seventy-five million on the Astros to win the World Series. That's pretty wild. Seventy-five million. He is a certified crazy person, or or a Houston hero. One of the two. Uh, you can say both. I. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's. That's a good place to leave it, I think. Mattress Mac, Houston hero and certified crazy person. Congratulations to Houston on taking a championship home. Astros did it garbage cam free this time, I think. So good for them. (laughs) Good for them. Garbage cam free World Series for the Houston Astros. We'll be back on Wednesday with another edition of the show. I'm Colt Molesky, he's producer Nico, and this has been another episode of Battle Red Radio.